Good morning. Happy Mother's Day to each and every one of the mothers. You can kind of get a little clue when you walk in that it's Mother's Day because look at all the kids here. They're here to honor their mothers. Can you kids say Happy Mother's Day? I can't hear you very good. Say it. All right. Good job. Good job. I love it. I love it. We got our young member here, Hunter. Oh boy, he could, can't quite say it yet, but he's feeling it in his heart. He loves his mom. What a blessing. We're going to sing a song we don't often sing, but it's called Happy the Home When God is There and Love Fills Everyone. When with united work and prayer, the Master's will is done. Fathers, mothers, and children, God has established the home. And when it's a Christian home built on Christ, it's a foundation that will never be dissolved, never be destroyed. A strong foundation for the Lord. This tune is the same as Jesus, the very thought of thee, St. Agnes. Let's sing it with all our hearts. Happy the home when God is there. All together. Happy the home. When God is there and love fills everyone, when with the night and work and prayer, the Master's will be done. Happy the We thank the Lord for all our Christian parents. We thank the Lord for all our Christian mothers, and we're going to celebrate it today. Before we continue on with the announcements in the meeting, though, we'll ask our brother Wayne Nareen to come up and open the meeting in a word of prayer. Good morning. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much that you've given us a home, Lord, in heaven, an eternal home with you. And we just um, thank you today. We thank you for Mother's Day. We pray that you would bless all the mothers. We pray for Adel as he brings forth the word from, from you, Lord, that you would hide him behind the cross. And if there's anybody who doesn't know you as Savior today, we just pray that today would be that day. And we just uh, lift all these things up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll have a few announcements, and then we're going to honor our mothers today. Tomorrow night, there will be a choir practice at 6 o'clock, and at 7, we'll have women's dinner. So it's from Panda Express, and it's going to be great, and all the ladies are looking forward to it. So that'll be tomorrow in, in the fellowship room, and here in the sanctuary will be a men's prayer meeting at that time. Wednesday night, we'll have our worship team practice at 5 o'clock, and then... 6 o'clock choir, and then our video and dessert night. Ada likes to call it the sweet night, but uh, we're all sweet, right? And we eat sweet things, so it's going to be a, 
a real good evening on Wednesday. We'll probably have Louie, right? Brother Louie going to visit us on Wednesday? He visits us on these nights. I like that. He's a great preacher and a man of God, and we thank the Lord for Louie Giglio, and we'll hear from him on Wednesday at the video. Thursday, there'll be a women's Bible study at 10 o'clock in the morning, and then we'll have our Friday groups. Next Sunday, our speaker will be our brother, uh, Jim Hyde, who will be bringing us the message from the Word of God. Also, don't forget to put on your calendar Memorial Day picnic at Val Vista Park in Pleasanton. That will be on Monday the 27th, and we look forward to that. Before we have a slideshow today with all the mothers and their children with them, we want to honor our mothers. We'd like every mother in the audience today to please stand up. All mothers in the audience, and let's give them a big clap. Don't sit down yet. Okay. All right. If you're a grandmother, keep standing. If you're a grandmother, keep standing. Let's give them a grandmother. All right. That's a grandmother. Look at that. Okay. All right. If you're a great grandmother, keep standing up. Look at that. Two of them. Three of them. Three of them. Wow. And and four. Four. Great. Oh man, it keeps getting better every year. I'm telling you, this is a blessing. We thank the Lord for our mothers. Okay, we're going to do something we've never done before. I'd like you to turn to your mother, if your mother is here, and say, Mom, thanks for all that you've done. I love you very much. Let's do it. Mom, I love you very much. Thank you for all that you've done for me. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? And if your mom is not here and maybe in glory... Maybe our, your mom is in glory today. Let's be thankful that she's with Jesus. And here's Sally. She's a mother and a grandmother. Let's give her a special hand. They told Sally, you can't make it to church. You can't do it. She said, I will do it because Jesus has given me the strength to do it. And every time she walks in on Sunday, I thank the Lord for Sally because she's a godly mother, a godly grandmother, and all her kids are around her today. And we're thankful that she can be here because God found a way to make it happen. Yes. Give him all the glory. Before we start the slideshow, it's going to be beautiful, it's got music, it's always great. We want to make a couple of acknowledgments to Sonia. Let's give a big hand to Sonia for helping with that. And Michael Puzan, who's on a flight to Manila via Korea and everything. He's, he's, he's left on a flight to go to, to uh, the Philippines. It's going to take him a long time. Let's pray for Michael and for Jamie. And uh, we thank the Lord for that. Barbara Nord, yes, yes. Let's acknowledge Barbara Nord as a great grandmother, grandmother and grandmother, yes. And if they're watching, we have Karina as another one. Let's give a hand to Karina as a mother and grandmother, yes. That's beautiful. Janie McNeely. Yes, Janie's not here. Let's give her. She's a mother. Very good. We want to honor all our mothers because they mean so much to us, and we thank God. Natalie, yes, is not here today, but she is a mother also. Yes. Definitely. And Taylor. Where is Taylor? Taylor, yes. Taylor. Yes, exactly. She's another one. Okay, I'm going to put it this way. Do we know any other mothers that are not here today? Before I get into more trouble here. Okay, right? All right, well, thank God for our mothers, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers, because God has given them to us, and they are a blessing from the Lord. At this time, we're going to start our slideshow, and then following that, our dear brother Adel will bring us the message from the Word.
May rejection and pain never reach you. May your spirit grow bold for what you're called to. As you rest in God's care, I will rest too, knowing that Jesus is watching over you. Wasn't that beautiful? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, those who worked hard. Sonia and Mike and all the others to give us such a beautiful show. May the Lord continue to bless you. This is Mother's Day. And we uh, look forward to uh, enjoy a few minutes together uh, reviewing the Word of God. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all of you. Mothers and fathers. What's wrong with the fathers, you know? <laughs> uh, next month, next month, next month. Today, uh, I look at the computer in the morning. I always do, my computer. And I found a nice message from Bill Murray. He said, I read this, and I, he sent it to Sylvia and I. And it says, being a mom is a sacred partnership with God. Being a mom is a sacred partnership with God. Before I talk about the godly mothers that we have, and the subject that I have. And uh, I have been living with my wife. Married, 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 not living. <laughs> Come on. Out of the closet. <laughs> I've been living with this woman, let's put it this way, <laughs> uh, for 54 years. Amen. With all the respect to all mothers, she is the mother of mothers. Amen. I have respected this woman I've been living with, my wife, Sylvia, for so many years. And she is a great mother. And I'm sure she's a great mother to you. To, to you, Sylvia. 54. I hope everyone, with the exceptions of the old people than me, the young ones, that one day, if the Lord tarries, you can stand. I said, I've been married to this woman for 54 years. It's a good thing. Also, it's so beautiful to see generations, first and second and third generation, in the church today. The privilege of a mother, a good mother, motherhood, is to see her children in the same church with her. Doesn't that tell you something about this mother? And grandchildren, too. And those who don't have their children with them, this is by no means anything to come short of praising you and thanking you. You might have children scattered all over. They're saved. May the Lord bless them. And who, those who are not saved, it's never too late to continue praying for them. And so the Lord will bring them to his knowledge, the knowledge of salvation. I gathered a few things, few sayings about what is a mother today. What is a mother? Somewhere between the youthful energy of a teenager and the golden years of a woman's life, there lives a marvelous and loving person. They call her 
a mother. A mother is a mixture of patience, kindness, understanding, discipline, industriousness, purity, and love. A mother can be at once and at the same time both lovelorn counselor to her heartsick daughter and the head football coach to an athletic son. Isn't that true? A mother is the only creature on earth who can cry when she's happy, laugh when she's heartbroken, and work when she is feeling ill. That I have experienced. A mother is a picture of helplessness when dad is near and a marvel of resourcefulness when she is all alone. A mother has the fascinating ability to be almost everywhere at once and she alone can somehow squeeze an enormous amount of living into an average day. A mother is old-fashioned to her teenager, just mom to her third grader, and simply mama to the little two-year-old youngster. A mother has the angelic voice of a member in the celestial choir as she sings Brahms' lullaby to a babe held tight in her arms. Yet, yet, this same voice can dwarf the sound of an amplifier when she calls her boys in for dinner. Ah. <laughs> uh. Last one, if there's no greater thrill in life than to point to that wonderful woman and be able to say to the whole world, that's my mom. The fact that you're here, especially children and mothers, is because of two things, and I want to give you two examples today, and then you go home and enjoy the day with your, excuse me, with your mother, children with their mother, husband with your wives, and each and everyone else enjoy the day. A godly mother, what is a godly mother? A godly mother has godly principles. And we have them manifested with us here today. Her responsibilities are huge. The task of a mother is enormous. And we agree she is the heart and soul of the home. She needs all the heavenly wisdom to address with understanding all the problems and the perplexities of her sons and daughters. There are thousands of books on parenting and millions of advisors and counselors. Yes, they do help to a certain degree, but the only true guide and reference that gives them stability and strength against the evil tides of this world is for mothers and also fathers to strictly follow the word of God. The principles in that word, in the book, in the Bible, are clear. There, every godly parent will find the only guide to lead to a sincere faith and a satisfying and honorable life. A child who is trained early by the principles of the Bible, and let me quote the Bible. When he grows up, you, you help me on this one. 
He will not depart from it. Godly principles are important. Paul in writing, I want to give you an example of this one. Paul in writing to Timothy in chapter 2 verses chapter 1 2nd Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5 he writes to him about his mother and grandmother he said i am mindful timothy of the sincere faith within you which first dwelt in your grandmother grandmothers you should be proud that you instilled in your daughter the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ in your grandmother, mother, and he names her Lois, and your mother Eunice. And I am sure that it is in you as well. What did he see in Timothy? What did he see in Timothy? So he can, he, he, what did he see in this family? He saw the principles of God. And he saw in Timothy the results of the mother's day and night. Bringing him up according to the word of God. He writes him. Where is he writing him? Who was Timothy? Timothy was a young man that he met when he passed through, uh, through uh, the upper Mesopotamia and he visited their house and he saw a young man, 17, 18 years of old, of age. And he was impressed by his upbringing. He was impressed by the household. He was impressed by the grandmother. He was impressed by the mother and he approached the mother he says do you mind giving up your son so he can go with the ministry with me what do you think her answer was no Paul I am so sorry I can't give you my son I can't let him go he has to go to college he has to study, he has to do this and that. During those days, okay, he has to be, be uh, you know, with a, go to, to a certain place to learn and so on and so forth. He said, I will take him, I'll take care of him. I want him to come to serve God with me. As a good mother, when you know what she said, Timothy, goodbye, may the Lord bless you and be with you. And I know that one day I'll find you a man of God because you've been tutored by a man of God, the Apostle Paul. He's gone. Later on in life, Paul writes him where he was, what? The pastor of the church of Ephesus. And the letter to the Ephesians was addressed to all the Ephesians, but who was there? Timothy. And we find him, a man serving God. And at the church in Ephesus, the Lord refers to it in the book of Revelations as to the people of the perseverance and endurance and the love of God. What happened to Timothy when his mom let him go and serve the Lord? Did he vanish to nowhere? Did he go to the world? Her teaching first. He was, he had a foundation and the foundation was the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He's been taught by his mother and he further tells him more than that. And you're from childhood, from childhood, you have known the sacred writings. Mothers, please, when you sing a song to your children, sing it, sing a hymn to your children. If you can. They are beautiful songs and I, I like them and I've learned them from my grandchildren and so on and so forth. But always teach them, teach them the 
precepts of God, the principles of God to live on. And Timothy grew up because his mother was his example and she stuck on to the principles of God. What a result. What a man of God, Timothy. When we refer to Timothy, I, when I think of Timothy, I think of him as a blessed young man. Paul had to trust him to send him as an ambassador on his behalf to the church of Corinth so he can deliver the messages that Paul wanted to deliver to the church at Corinth. And they had problems at the church of Corinth. But he trusted who? Timothy. Teach them trust. Teach them to love Christ. Teach them whatever happens, that truth prevails. Do not lie to them. And we thank God we have many mothers in this church that I see you, that you are teaching your children according to the principles of God. Congratulations for that. Do not deviate from it. The world is getting really more evil. And uh, what's happening around us, it's scary at times. And when people don't find any more the normal, usual evil to do, they create things. You read and you heard about stories and you see on television things that you've never dreamed of seeing. This is man. This is the mind of a carnal man, of the wicked people in this world. They're out to kill, and they're out to murder, and they're out to make our lives, our lives so difficult. Remember, the word of God in the heart of your child will prevent them from going to be like other people. They will grow as men and women of God based on the principles of the holy book, the Bible. It is difficult, but thank you for taking the time. It is sometimes crazy. Thank you for taking the time. Every mother, I watch you. It is sometimes this young boy of mine is driving me crazy. Yes, he's going to drive you crazy, but thank you for trying to bring him up according to the word of God. We know that. And once, once, they grow on the word of God. Though sometimes they might go astray. But because the seed has been planted in their hearts, one day they'll, they'll make a 360 degrees and they'll come back to Jesus Christ. I used to go into the house and I see my mom and dad and praying. And my mom used supplication for our son. I was the only son. And praying for me, I used to say, Phew. I used to get convicted, but I used to completely erase it from my mind. And I went into the world. And I always remembered my mom's prayers. And then at an early age, in my 20s, I found the Lord Jesus Christ. And he changed my life completely. And I remembered the songs I heard at home. I remembered the prayers of my mom. And I remember the Christian household that I grew in. And I praise God for that moment when I gave my life to Jesus Christ because of the prayers of my mom and my dad. Keep praying. We're, coming, we're going to a prayerful woman. A young girl from a Christian home entered college. She received several letters from her mom and few letters from her dad, in which they expressed great concern for her living a clean life. In writing to them, she said, you needn't have any bothersome concern about my getting into sinful ways. Let your heart be at ease. God has been a guest in our home too long for me to go into forbidden paths.
Keep doing what you're doing. I encourage you. When they grow up, they will not depart from it. College or no college, they'll be taken care of. And the Lord will bless them and will bring them back to you the way you wanted them to be. This is a godly mother. The godly mother always goes back to the Bible to bring her children up. She has principles, and these principles are not borrowed from a book. She wouldn't read about, oh, here's a book by a certain. It might help, but it does not give you the true answers. The, the answer of answers, the true life, the plan for your children, you will always find in the word of God. Don't compromise it. A godly woman, two points only, is a woman of conduct and character. What she finds in the Bible, she practices. First, upon herself. Because whether we like it or not, we are an example. You are an example. And I know many mothers here this morning, this afternoon. I know many mothers and thank you for your examples. You are doing a great job. Continue doing it. If you are homeschooling your ch children, continue doing it. You're protecting your children. And if they are grown-ups and they go to college, keep praying for them and being an example to them of conduct, of character, and of character. We have a story. I read this little caption written by Charles Lindbergh. Who remembered Charles Lindbergh? Yeah, Charles Lindbergh. He was the first one to cross the Atlantic, right? Alone, solo. And he said, short-term survival may depend on the knowledge of nuclear physicists and the performance of supersonic aircraft, but long-term survival depends alone on the character of a man or a woman. We must remember, he said, that it was not the outer grandeur of the Roman Empire, but the inner simplicity of the Christian faith and character that lived through the ages. And that's from a man of the world. In 1 Samuel chapter 1, who knows what we have there, what kind of story there? The story of Hannah. The story of Hannah. She was a wonderful wife. Her, her husband married another one. And during those days, they used to do it before God put an end to that. And that story goes on that the other wife of her husband had children. But the Lord shut her womb. He did not have, she did not have any children. Her accounts in the Bible is blessed. And we note that her account was an immortal triumph of patience, of prayers, and godly character. She is the utmost example of how the most unpleasant and vexing circumstances can produce a character to bless the whole universe. She touches her life, she touches our lives by her sober and mournful face and spirit at first. But she, she comes radiant with faith at the later in her life. We detect in her conduct and character that she is a sad woman. She's been deprived of children. And in those days, the woman is supposed to be a fertile woman and bring children 
to the world and to her husband. But the Lord shut her womb. And so many times she said, why can't I have a child? What can, what, why, why do, you, do you have many children, the other women in the household, and I don't have any? And now we're going to see what God has done in her life. And until the day, instead of complaining, instead of looking at the other woman, instead of saying, this is what I want, like her, okay? She went down in prayer before God. And that prayer changed the course of her life. Though she was a woman of sorrowful spirit, her conduct was, Lord, may your will be done in my life. This is when you detect a woman of character. When she is surrendered to the will of God. When she surrendered to the will of God, guess what happened? She used to cry, and she used to, to beg, and she used to look at herself, why I cannot have a baby? But when she... She humbled herself before God in prayers. She wanted a baby. God answered in giving her a prophet. God comes through with more above our own expectations. God, when, he, when we are right with God, God will give you more than your desires. Mothers, this afternoon, mothers, what is your desire for your children? I wanted him to be a doctor. I want him to graduate. I want him to have a good job. I want God is, works above what you ever think or even ask him for. He will give you the desire of your heart. But he, he'll give it according to his will. She wanted a baby. But at the right time, God gave her a great prophet. He made her wait for a purpose. And what was the purpose? When she bowed down before him, according to your will. Do you know what her prayer says? Okay, open with me to 1 Samuel. I was so impressed with that, First Samuel and chapter 1. Verses 10. And she, that's Hannah, greatly distressed, prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son, I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. When she prayed, I don't want a baby for myself. I don't want a child for myself. I want a child. I want to rear him according to the will of God. And I will give you, give him to the Lord all the days of his life. You have children. First and foremost, dedicate them to the Lord. Give them to God. For these children to be in the hands of God are better than being in your hands. Our hands can fail. Our care can fail. But when we put them in the care of God, he will never fail. This is where we need to put them. And I see you want, and you, you want to see them go and grow first and foremost, children of the Most High God. So this is where she placed him. When she placed that son of hers in the hands of God, 
You know what happened? He didn't get lost. He didn't die. No matter what happened, she placed him away from her. She sent him all the way from Rama to Shiloh. I've been there. I know Shiloh. I, I, I love that place. And he was in the temple. He grew up in the temple. And what happened? He said, well, you're away from your mom, child. Now I will be your mom and dad. And I will be your God. God came to him, visited him. And he became one of the greatest, greatest prophets of his time. No one was a judge, a counselor, and a prophet at the same time. He was. He became the prophet who traveled all over Israel to give counsel, to give judgment, and to intercede for the people. No matter what happens in your life, and when you trust him with anything, especially your children, he will never leave you, nor forsake you, nor fail you. But he will grow them for you. This is what I call a woman of character. Because she proved it, proved it by being a woman who prays and puts everything before God. John Henry Jowett said, a great man of the gospel, a mother's knee, at mother's knee, I gained my sweetest inspiration. And he was so inspired. He knew when mother left him there and she used to visit him every year, she used to make him some coats so he can, he can be uh, put it on during the days of cold days, and he grew up. And he visited his mom all the time. And she did not lose a son, but she gained a prophet. And she was so proud amongst the people, this is the son of Hannah. How would you like people to point at you, say, this is the son of so-and-so. This is the daughter of so-and-so. She is a great mother. She is a godly mother. She is a mother of character. She is a mother who loves God. She is a mother who lives according to the principle of God. You're doing this, but today I want to encourage you never to give up. Never to give up. Never to be ashamed of your faith. And never to say, I am a Christian mother. And he is my son. You know what? When you train them to be this way, you will never be ashamed of them in the future. You will be so proud to say, I am the mother of so and so. Amen? I want to end with a little story for you. The noted singer, probably you, you've heard of her, Marion Talley was a woman who witnessed always about the counsels of God. Marion and her mother were visiting at a mountain resort in Colorado on a certain Sunday. Marion asked if there were any religious services in the village. It's a little town. She was told all the people would meet the train and spend the remainder of the day on Sunday at a rooster fight. Rooster fight on Sunday. There would be no need to try to have a service until these events were over. And even then, only a few people came to church to attend the service. When the rooster fight commenced, Marion found the little church, sat down at the organ, and she started playing and singing. People heard her beautiful music. They heard the beautiful singing. They slowly began coming in. After a while, the whole church was packed. Someone asked her if she would talk to them. She said, I am Marion Talley, 
and I am a Christian. If you would know the reason, there she sits before you. I cannot preach a sermon or sing a song, but I can point you to one. My mother's beautiful life is the greatest sermon I have ever heard and accounts for what I am as a Christian. Dear Christians, dear friends, God is looking at every mother today and say, well done. Keep doing it. Don't give up. Be the example. Stick to the word of God. You know the principles. Follow them. And that is a woman of character and conduct. Keep praying so you can achieve more on your knees than through any other means you have. Love the Lord and enjoy the day. Happy Mother's Day and God bless you all. Let's bow our heads for prayers. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to speak to us. I know you spoke to my heart. I hope each and every one of us will get closer to you. Mothers, fathers, family members, each and every person will come close to you. And if there's anyone here this afternoon who wants to be a godly mother or a godly father, I pray that they will open their heart and say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and make me the woman you want me to be and the man you want me to be. Touch me with your spirit. Wash my sins with your blood and change my life so I can be a blessing. So I can, I can read the word and live by it. Bless each and every one. Give us a good day, the rest of the day, and help the mothers to be the mothers we look for always. The mothers of integrity, of character, of good conduct, and of prayerful mothers. And we thank you. We have plenty of them in this church. Bless them. Bless every household. And dismiss us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The meeting is over. Thank you for listening. May the Lord help us to live a life worthy of his calling.